Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Hi, guys, my name is Stephen Smith, and this is Objectively Incorrect, One Extra. Nigel Katz gave me the best advice when I challenged him once about the fact that y'all expect too much from your young graduates because y'all are not paying us for all of our skill sets but you want to use all he said but the public service is the best place for you so that you get to be jack of all trades exposed to everything i'm like what now that i'm a little more seasoned in the public service it makes sense it does so, it does make so sense. it's not a disservice to the people who well yes they will never pay you enough for all of your skill sets and as you build them up they never de- but it is a good stepping ground to go next uh. and that's what i focus on because um, I've come to the realization that as much as I desire to do a lot for my country, it, at some point I'm going to have to give up because it's just really? not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. How come this so hopeless? It's like, not hopeless. I, I think like... it's the dawning of a realization. I have one of my, one of my very good, one of my very good friends from my sniper days, Melissa Bryant. She uh-huh. gets on me all the time. I said, I tell you, you must leave here. What ten years ago? You're too good for Saint Kitts. You're too bright for Saint Kitts. You want change Saint Kitts? I say, I have got to at least try to rumble in the dirt in Saint Kitts. Uh-huh, and then you. say, and then what I've noticed also, this is where I think the hopelessness comes from is we still only listen to people and they tell you from the outside. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So internal assessment. Are... So the the no, and it's the most frustrating thing because every time you get a consultant, they just take what you say, put it up with two things, submit it back to the government, and you read it and you're like, but this is what? exactly what I've been we've... telling you. And they're all so excited to read it. And I'm like, okay, fine. So let me go to the UN agency. Let me go to the conglomerate that tells you what it is. They would definitely pay me for all of it. Of course, they have the resources. But I'm still, I'm still helping to build my country. So I think I need to do it from the outside. I wonder, I wonder if we can trick the system. This is me being like completely <sighs> like devil's advocate. Why not, why, not, why not instead of you submitting a report, you say, okay, um, you know, just get some... It's, but it's the, it's the value of the intellectual property because the mm. thing is they're gonna take I am yeah and, and I'm I'm a true product of St. Kitts and Nevis like I was a scholarship student for all of my secondary and tertiary levels through social security and when I attained that scholarship my grandmother sat me down and she said this the people's money is paying for you. So you have mm. an obligation not to waste it. So my books were covered. I had all of them. I that never was wasted them. Um, my uniform was always nicely done because people bought it. Mm-hmm. And I had a respect for that. And friends. then when I graduated, I knew I had to come home. I mean, you always do the, the trying to get into the U.S. system because of course. The, the, your most productive years, you're looking yes. for three to one. You could have really been better off exactly. than where you are. You could get um, off but I, I, had, I had it just after the Bush years where, as I said, he ain't scratching up my passport at all. You give me three months to find a job. I couldn't find one. I think two weeks before the three months, I was in St. Martin by my uncle chilling, debriefing yeah. the, before I come home to actually start So, to so we, we adapt. Bush years, man, that's fat. That's, yeah. Uh, wow. That's, yeah. I'm doing a quick calculation. <laughs> yeah, Trump I returned home in, tw- in 2007. 2007. Yeah. And at that time, people hated Bush more right. or less at the maximum. And he was still there. coming out of all of the the pumping chest of the um, 9-11 yeah, and course. unleashing this mechanism that he had no actual control over. So there were, I, I, I'm a social worker by profession. And so when I went to interview at mental health places, as soon as I heard um, overseas candidate, like, oh. Overseas what? Overseas um, empl- potential employee. Uh-huh. They were like, oh, God, you're really good in it, but it's the paperwork, the cost, the justification why you were not another person. 
And I just figured, I just sat, I have 68 beautiful square miles to come home. So I'm not about to And everybody over. here knows you. Like, you know, you, you don't have to validate none. You know, in six, you're like, get away with everything. It's like, you know, you know this person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really I tell sure. people so. Most of the times, the voice and the name is much more popular than the person. The person. I can still sometimes walk into a room where people won't know me. Uh-huh. And then when I get up and I speak, they're like, oh, that's yeah, Clark. And I was like, oh, the, Clark the, anonymity, the anonymity has just it's gone just out the door. It's just disappeared. Yeah. So that's the favorite. So your favorite part of your job is being an absolute nerd. That's what you're saying. Yes, right? and that's and translating data to make it applicable. So you you get an accountability for what you do. I like being accountable. And so um, the trans what I've seen the transition in social services from being traditional welfare mm-hmm. where you just give a handout. Yeah, that's we now actually right? have changed to the science of empowerment. Um, well, we tried to. <laughs> so this this comes with a psychological component, or it's just yes, it it, it has to do with. In social work, we have something called a strengths perspective. Everybody has a place of strength. Mm-hmm. A woman with 10 children who gets them up and ready every day is a master time manager, mm-hmm. a master economist, and everything. And so you start from a virtue of strength. Okay. You then ask, you then through conversation ask, how do you get those innate skills magnified to have you incorporate the rest of your life? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes people only see to the beer of their sight they don't see beyond Mm -hmm. they've been trampled down a couple times and stuff like that so the beauty of it is then once and we try to change the concept social services it is your right as a taxpaying citizen to ask the government to help you when you are down it is the responsibility of the state to instill you with the values to be able to bounce out of it so we like to call it a trampoline you drop down some depth, some people's depths are a little deeper, so mm-hmm. you just bounce back out in a month, two years, or whatever. Some have to be down for a longer time. But we, unless we get that spring consistency right to bounce you back out, we have failed. Because there should be nobody on public service. Uh, my American training tells me beyond two years. Nobody really? should be yeah. No, because we're building a sense of resiliency. It does not mean that later on you can't come back to the system. Of course. But it mm-hmm. wouldn't be for the exact same for, thing. Okay. So we're supposed to get you past... Correct. ...whatever currently... It's, Correct. But wait, wait, wait. On what level are you getting them to bounce back to? Because, I mean... Well, is for it, us, it, it, it comes down to money management, mm-hmm. um, familial skills, and overall a sense of, a sense of pride. So you are able to, through the strengths perspective, people leave now being able to hold their head high because, you know, maybe they didn't graduate high school, Mm -hmm. they had children early, they don't live in the best house. By showing them how they overcome all that just to their existence gives them a little bit more to keep their chin up and so they start to smile. You know, because they know they have an advocate in their corner who there's absolutely no judgment. No, and... what I love about practicing in the Caribbean is you can always add that little bit of Caribbean flair. In school, they tell you, you have to keep the distance clear. You are their clinician. But it, at home, when they, start to, when they start to act a fool, you're like, okay, I'm going to take off my professional hat. I'm going to talk to you like a t-shirt. You know what you just did was absolute nonsense. Mm, because sometimes mm. they just need somebody to check them. Mm-hmm. But because you've built a relationship based on respect, mm-hmm. you can check them. And at some point, you just got to tell them, listen, when I walk in the room, I have excellent staff members. When they call me, mm-hmm. it, like that's the top of the, the mountain there. And I'm going to come in, I'm going to listen, be as empathetic as possible. I'm going to check you for real because my staff can't be spending so many hours with you a week, yeah. a month, mm-hmm. years, 
and you get to this point and they're just trying to get you to the last point and your reluctance is not based on anything other than almost like a reverting back to what it is. Mm, and sometimes mm. we just got to check you in that regard. And that's what I love about the Yeah. Um, because when I first came home, it was like, okay, my, my training tells me don't, I cannot, I cannot acknowledge my clients in public. Because the only how they would know me is if they're on public assistance. Okay. And okay. by virtue of calling out to me, somebody goes, how oh, you know Miss Clark? Oh, she's on public assistance. Oh, and okay. that might be okay. a little bit of stigma yeah. for them. Okay, but conditions so don't care. Conditions tell me their stories anywhere. I mean, I'm in church. I tell people, when I was in church and the law, Lord's prayer was coming, and a lady nudged me. Miss Clark, when the vouchers come in, I like, Lord, girl, I try oh to pray Oh my to God, what are you saying? That is impossible. <laughs> no, no, they have what? no. They meet me on the side of the road. And they would tell me about their medical conditions. And I'm like, darling, let me tell you something, right? Um, I'm US trained. So confidentiality is major. Of course. And mm. what, where I find that we're all unjustly enveloped in one statement to the other as helping professionals is the distrust for our confidentiality. When you made the decision to come to social services, you probably told two different people your story, right? Okay. You mm -hmm. meet me on the side of the road and you don't care who's passing us. Your volume is exactly the, the same. same. All right? So I always tell Reload. people, unless, yeah, <laughs> I used to defend my staff like this, unless you have told no other person your business and the only person you've told is my staff, then you can accuse them of breaking your confidentiality. Okay, okay, but, but if you have not, you need to check the people you've told before, mm -hmm. before mine, because mine actually has drastic ramifications for those kind of um, things. That kind of, that yeah, kind of breaking of that right, rule. right. Right. So, and then uh, we even used to talk in code. There's a way amongst professionals you do it, you know, you say, but in some cases, it's so difficult. It's difficult to talk ambiguity. In a lad, I, I was trained in New York slash New Jersey, and it, I mean, it's easy to say you have a client in Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie is thousands of people. I can't tell a person got a client in Tabernacle. No, it's not. They're going to just reason down the whole of Tabernacle to be like, yeah. okay, she said AT and might need it's, this. It's, it's and Samson. Yeah. So you can't it's even Kelly. do that anymore, right? And even when, too many times when as professionals, we are, we're in a room mm -hmm. and you start, you know, got to check each other like that might have been just a little bit too much detail because somebody in the room might just have recognized who you're talking about. So even amongst yourselves, you can discuss? Be, be, because you don't, we are not, one of the unfortunate things in St. Kitts and Nevis is that those of us in what we call allied um, helping professionals, um, so, social worker, guidance counselors, counselors, therapists, etc. We are not mandated to register in St. Kitts and Nevis. No. Um, the, so my experience as the chairperson for the National Health Insurance Initiative that was well I knew it all along because when I came home I asked mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was shocking to see that the, the act that regulates those service providers called the medical act only registers six professionals six in the whole island that's it uh, of the whole gamut of helping professionals only six doctors nurses optician the eye person mm -hmm. um, dentist um, chiropractor and I'm missing one and I'm going to get it eventually but those only are, those six only those six professions have to register to practice in St. Kitts and Nevis so you can get a counselor you can get a nutritionist you can get a therapist you can get a herbalist and they are not required to submit their qualifications be required to undergo any additional training nothing at all wait 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 yeah. wait wait yeah. stop 
<laughs> you are saying that I could start a practice of doing psychiatric work without registering or anybody checking me. No, I think psychiatrist is. Because okay, that's on a medical in, yes. Okay. But let's say you want to do... Professional counseling. Yes, correct. I just, I just get up and say, I'm correct. a professional. Because you, you know what is my fear? Because the Caribbean is probably the last geographic area to really tackle with um, alternative sexes. Mm-hmm. That there will be a there could potentially be a spillover of people coming here doing trans transversion mm-hmm. therapy, and we have no way of regulating that. Somebody could come home today, set up a practice, and have this highfalutin concept that they're using, and we're not vetting its fidelity at all. And because the person might speak well or come with the right references, petitions flock to them, do that therapy. Do not change, and it forever changes them. Because, you know, once you get a bad experience with anybody, experience, that's it. Yeah. You're done with all doctor. You're done with all nurse. Of you're course. done with all banking. All of them bad. All of them bad. You don't need any. There's no second chances to a petition. You're like, no, I don't like that. But and I'm eating in this restaurant. But this is alarming. How, I mean, is it, is it, isn't it easy to change this? Isn't it something? It, it, it legislatively it is. You just need the legislation to say that. This you, is this, no. You know, lies right. Yeah. You have to present your credentials. Mm-hmm. You have to be subject to annual review. Somebody has to vet your um, therapeutic approaches, whether mm-hmm. it be cognitive, solution-based. It must be research and evidence-based and applicable to the population. Luckily, because many of us are U.S., Canadian, English, and even West Indian trained, mm-hmm. we practice to the principles we learn in our schooling. All right? Okay. But, mm-hmm. a, but if that's one of the... Again, with the hat I wear for national health insurance, that is one of the reasons why I want to close that gap. Because right now, the individual pays for it. Okay, yes. Right? yes. Uh-huh. And you we're not very want, trusting yeah. of it. All right? Mm-hmm. So despite a lot of the mental health breaks that we've experienced in people been having, mm-hmm. nobody's going to offer to pay for it. Right? They're going to go even through... Even though it's so necessary? Even though it's so necessary. They're going to go through the public sector they're going to get admitted to the psychiatric ward while warded they're going to get some interventions mm-hmm. they're going to be probably referred to the day treatment center but it's the person if they wanted individual counseling they may try our counseling center mm-hmm. but if the hours or whatever doesn't work they're not going to seek it out on, their own. on a private the national health insurance counts these supportive services for compensation so your bill you get reimbursed okay okay I find that the professionals here in St. Kitts and Nevis are ready for that, right? Mm-hmm. But the absence of legislation would allow for somebody else to just transplant, and, yeah. have a bigger name or have a bigger reference and Better then start branding. working something and then it just completely falters. So that's why we want to make sure that we, that tie, up, we tie up that loose end right away.